Hey everybody, it is Jen here with P40 Ministries, and today we are going to be discussing the last five Beatitudes in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 today. And if you heard my episode on Thursday, we discussed the first four Beatitudes and what those mean. So let's go ahead and start reading. I will be reading out the W.E.B. version of the Bible today. And I am going to start in Matthew chapter 5, verse number 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people reproach you, persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So I'm going to stop there, and um, let's talk about verse number 7. So this says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And attributes of somebody who is merciful are those who are able to forgive faults against um, people who may have faulted them. So they're able to forgive those faults and be merciful towards people. So it has a lot to do with empathy and forgiveness and all sorts of things. And it says that those who are merciful will obtain mercy. And Jesus is talking about the mercy from God the Father. So the people who choose to live in um, a merciful way towards other people will be granted mercy themselves. And then in verse 8, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So these are the people who are doing their best to have a pure heart by knowing that they need a Savior and doing their best to live righteously and to follow um, the Bible and the gospel and just do everything they can in a pure way. Jesus is saying that they, these people will see God. And then in verse 9, it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. And I think this is the hardest one for me, especially when I'm on Facebook. I am definitely not a peacemaker on Facebook, and I have been trying to catch myself before I write out those nasty comments to people. So, I think for me, I need to read number nine a thousand more times for myself and memorize it and just remember that the peacemakers are going to be called the children of God. So um, next time we are on Facebook, let's remember that God wants us to be peacemakers and not just, you know, spread dissension all the time, but rather um, spread peace and unity. And it says, Jesus is saying that the peacemakers will be called children of God. So the people who do who are doing their best not to live in anger, who are not living in resentment towards other people and not causing fights or strife all the time, but the people who are actively trying to, um, to live in a humble way 
and in a gentle way, these people will be called the children of God. And then verse 10 says, Blessed are those who have been persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And it kind of ties into 11 and 12, but it also kind of doesn't. So first off, verses 11 and 12 are a little bit different because it's almost like Jesus goes from talking about other people to talking directly to the disciples. And if you would have heard my podcast on Thursday, you would have heard that Jesus had, at this point, had taken his disciples up to the mountain and was preaching to them or teaching them because they were his students in a sense. And um, so it's almost like in verse 11, Jesus has a switch and stops talking about other people and directly says to his disciples, blessed are you when people reproach you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. But in verse 10, he's saying, blessed are those. So as in like other people who have been persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So he is talking about the people who choose not to go along with a certain, you know, act and are persecuted because of that. So they don't fall to the mob of people who are sinning, but rather try to live in a way that reflects the gospel. And the people who do that and are persecuted because of that, which is extremely often, unfortunately, even among Christians, because when Christians get convicted, they don't want to admit that they are wrong and they tend to persecute other Christians for convicting them. So this is not just talking about unbelievers persecuting Christians, but also Christians persecuting each other. And that is extremely common within the churches, unfortunately. But then in verse 11, when Jesus switches to talking about the disciples, he is kind of prophesying to them saying, blessed are you when people reproach you, persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. So he is saying, when people do this, you are going to be blessed. And then he goes on to say, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. For that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So the disciples at this point in Jewish culture would have known a lot about the prophets, which were Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, all of them. And they would have known about their writings and everything like that. And Jesus is saying, you, um, your reward is going to be great when people persecute you for my sake. Your reward is going to be great in heaven. So you should be rejoicing. And the, the disciples probably would have been like boggled at this point. Cause they would have been like, I should be rejoicing over persecution. And later on, Jesus does say that everybody who chooses to follow me will be persecuted. And that is such a hard bit to swallow because um, I don't want persecution. I don't know anybody who wants persecution. But yet Jesus is saying, even though you're going to be persecuted, you should be rejoicing. And when you think of rejoicing, you think of being extremely happy over some sort of good fortune. But this, you wouldn't necessarily consider persecution good fortune. 
But Jesus is saying, it is like a good fortune to you because of this persecution, you are going to have this great reward in heaven. So look towards the things that you're going to get and not just at the temporary, the here and now. And that is so hard for us humans to do, isn't it? So, <laughs> so the the disciples are probably boggled at this point. And actually, even I am a little boggled. I, I don't know how you could possi- possibly rejoice under persecution, but Jesus says to do it because we need to look at the things that are coming. And um, so he is saying here, Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And uh, the disciples, like I said, knew all about the, um, the prophets and held them in high regard. So this would have been an honor for them to uh, be likened as to those great prophets. So that is a breakdown of the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5. And um, join me on Thursday. We will be discussing more on the Sermon on the Mount um, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 11. And also join me tomorrow, 6.30 a.m. We will be back in the Old Testament discussing the flood in Genesis chapter 7. So be sure to join me for that because that's going to be pretty interesting. Um, But until then, as usual, happy listening and God bless. Bye, everybody.